are recording Max. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of What's the Why podcast and we're going to talk about superstitions this week. It is just going to be a good old-fashioned fun poking I think. Yeah. The different beliefs and the different weird uh, habits. I think that that's the word for it right if you uh, look at superstitions just weird beliefs and habits. Yeah, just irrational behaviors. This really fascinates me, this topic. Whenever I think about superstitions, my first thought that comes to mind, I don't know if if it's the same with you, is how can someone believe in such irrational behavior and ritual? But the more that I read about this topic, the the more I realized that we are so immersed in superstitions, in our cultures, in the way that we live, that the most common things that we do, and I'm gonna just give one example for this. Whenever we say, God bless you, whenever someone sneezes, you're being polite nowadays, but it stemmed out of this person might be losing their soul or this person might be dying. So it's a superstition. God bless you. It's funny that many of our rituals are, are originated by superstitions and it's crazy and crazy cool that we're going to go through them now. I, I thought God bless you was from the, was, was it the plague? So there's two yeah, theories. That's that, a pretty basic one, right? Pretty basic reasoning behind it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's two reasons. One, the most obvious one is that you sneeze. You most probably in that time in medieval era, damn, he's sick. He's probably going to die. He <laughs> needs God. God bless you. <laughs> you cut your fingertip and it's like, well, there goes your arm, bro. Gangrene. Better, <laughs> better take you care better, of that toe. <laughs> you better chop it off now. <laughs> I hope you know how to paint with your feet. <laughs> but okay, so there, there are those ones. And then, of course, it's always interesting to see when it's a similar type of uh, superstition, but completely opposite depending on where you are, right? So like magpies being exceptionally bad luck in like Ireland and then being the national bird in Korea. And yeah. first of all, why was it even a bad thing? Like uh, black cats and breaking mirrors and stuff like that. And then you go, oh, but it's exactly the opposite in other places. They say like Russians are super superstitious as well. And it's funny because yeah. I, I had a Russian friend who told me that we're kind of like you Asians in that sense. <laughs> people see us as really hard people, but then you start seeing their superstitions and they're like, I drop shit on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard it'd be good luck. It's like every other culture says it's bad luck to drop something <laughs> in China, you know, in Asian cu- cultures, like don't leave your bag on the floor, you know? And even as like a kid, you understood the logic. Like everyone was like, don't put stuff on the floor. Like you don't actually need to tell them, you know, Oh, it's bad luck. You just like, don't put stuff on the floor. People take that. Oh, okay. I like my stuff. Oh, we'll hold on to it. <laughs> so I also read about why do we believe, why is so susceptible to believe in superstitions? And but I always thought origin was religions, that the same way we would believe in religions, we would believe in superstitions, but it's not that simple. Let's start with that. Why is it? Yeah. Okay. No, no, explain it. So according to this guy called Stuart Pfizer, one of the roots of superstitions is the lack of control. So this author of Believing in Magic, he says that generally superstitions is aimed to achieving control. So when something important is at stake and the outcome is uncertain, then we are more likely to fill that with some kind of ritual that will give us some kind of comfort that we are controlling it, that we are able to change it. Oh. It's example, sports people do that a lot. Whenever, whenever I would play soccer and I would go into an important game, I would have kind of a ritual of maybe going into the field with my right foot or uh, my mom, bless her, she would give me a, like rescue remedy and say, this this will give you good luck and courage. 
<laughs> Amateur doping, eh? There's <laughs> a yes. little cough syrup, son. Oh, open up your lungs. <laughs> I always thought that I had an advantage to everyone else because I have rescue remedy, guys. <laughs> I still have those little, um, uh, like, Buddhist pendants and stuff like that on my parents. My mom gives me as well. And it's just like, put it in your bag. Put it in your wallet. You know, like you gotta, you gotta yes. keep like one of those cards that have been blessed by yes. the temple in your in your wallet. And then I have a little wooden Buddha kind of um, pendant in my travel bag that I used to travel for work all the time. It's like on a week on weekly basis. And then I have some bigger stuff for like the house and then <laughs> for this corner. It's yeah. I'm I'm one of the most skeptical persons that that is out there. I do not believe in anything but when it comes to superstitions i always go ah maybe i don't know it's, it's, it's better not play with it but you see, so that's where i read slightly different um points of view on it what i read was that um, superstitions arise often as a result of continual bias so maybe one day you do something really amazing like you have a home run that kind of wins you the final and you're wearing white socks so for like the rest of your life you think wearing white socks is yes. the thing to do right and then he goes oh but that's a bias because you're more likely to remember either that one time you you scored that you, you hit the home run or on the other side as if something really really bad happens so you'll just remember that one time but you won't remember that that one time you struck out with black sock and you won't remember all the other times that you hit okay-ish home runs wearing the same socks so but that proves lack of confidence right that proves what vice was saying as well that, that yeah. you're showing a lack of confidence and you can't control that outcome so you will use whatever you used when you won so serena williams does that oh, but you see, so he, he's saying that the bias is a result of that desire to gain control yeah yeah uh, yeah, so Serena Williams, she uses, um, so whenever she wins, she will not wash the socks and she will use the same socks throughout the tournament. That's the rumor. <laughs> oh, damn. Really? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, it's, it's, I could do that. My feet never stink. I don't know. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have this weird thing, man. It's like I'm made out of silicon. Um, I don't know whether it's, you know, okay, look, let's be real. Every different nationality and race, they have like the smell, like animals. We all have our own smell, you know? And, so typically, I, I would smell like what Asian people would smell like. But for some reason, what? I don't smell worse when I do sports than, I, you know. And so I'm only saying that because I don't know what I smell like. <laughs> My wife will say that. But in general, yeah. I, I don't find the need to wash my socks that often because of my feet sweat when I don't have socks on. But when I do have socks on and shoes on, I don't sweat. What your, a random thing to add in. Yeah, yeah. Your superpower sucks. If that is your superpower. <laughs> perpetually clean feet <laughs> i would do really well in the trenches that's on the other <laughs> that, is, that is a dumb statement yeah. anyway so yeah she does that and who is that other one Djokovic does this whole ear thing his hair really? thing no no not Djokovic sorry sorry Nadell doesn't he hit oh. each shoe does his okay. hair behind his ear on each side touches something Federer kind of has the same thing they all have like their service yeah. ritual because I guess it's also kind of about putting yourself in the mindset. So you do a bunch of other things to cue your body into, I'm about to serve. So let's go and remember what I'm about to do. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess that's when you're blending superstition with habit. Yeah. But, but there's benefits to, to superstitions in that regard. So if you're able to have positive chance or positive rituals that will enhance your performance, it's seen as a, a positive thing. So Tiger Woods, he will wear a red polo shirt every Sunday. Because his mom 
told him that that's his powerful color. <laughs> so the guy says, my mom is always right. <laughs> so he always wears his red polo shirt. Tiger Woods. Oh, that, that's his Taiwanese side. <laughs> my mama. <laughs> is it, is it I, a matriarchal I, society? Uh, well, some parts of it. Yeah. But it's more, you know how they say like Asian men are mama's boys. Like, Every time I say something about my mom, I always have to be super careful that I'm not actually comparing my mom with anyone because I want to avoid that stereotype. Especially with, you know, that's, that's like a known thing if you're like dating certain Asian men that you, that the mother-in-law, that there's a reason why all the Asians, the series, the mother-in-law are such devils because there's just this stereotype that developed about how you have to respect the mother-in-law and she's like the queen of the house actually and so yeah but i I don't think it's actually any different now if you look at hollywood films right like woman marries man and woman uh man's mother or sister is completely terrible or the ex-girlfriend's terrible and but happens to be friendly with the parents and nobody notices except for the new girlfriend you know that kind of stuff I, i think in asia it's a lot more pronounced like in the stereotypical Asian household, yeah. Speaking about moms, did your mom, did your mom enforce you any like superstition besides that blessed card on your in your wallet? One of the most common things, if anybody knows any Asian friends, is the whole don't whistle at night. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to whistle at night and get shouted at. And, uh, and, you know, I realized my parents aren't the old school style. Like they're not too superstitious, but they just felt the need to give us that kind of, culture <laughs> i realize it's kind of like me insisting on it with my kids like i realize that if my kid starts whistling I, I, because of the fact that i've spent my whole life being told not to do it your body has developed that defense mechanism of like it makes you uncomfortable when you're doing it right yeah so that's another big part of superstition which is even though you can become logically aware that it is a fallacy or that it is a illogical habit you still feel uncomfortable doing it because you've been trained to like any animal has exactly and then you end up passing it on because you're like oh i don't want to do it like and the other thing is also zero um risk aversion so you're like i don't really gain i might not gain that much doing this but if if one in a million billion gazillion johns it's right i don't want to be the guy that whistled at night and called the ghost and they kind of kill me in my sleep (laughs) (laughs) i don't deal well with uh, nightmares and i got a meeting tomorrow and I'm not that's exactly why I also do some some stupid superstitions. But that's that's interesting that you spoke about whistling because it's not only only common with within the Asian communities. It's also very common in the European communities communities that you shouldn't whistle at least at night or inside your house because they believe if you whistle inside your house, you are calling the devil. It's it's common in Europe as well. Interesting. I heard- I the the what I watched behind that superstition in Europe was different. I read the version where they said the plays used to be very manual. So there's always people in the in the in the in the background kind of pulling up all the capes and the settings, you know, all the settings in the, behind the stage. That all of that stuff were human controlled, whereas now it's all electronic levers and stuff. And so when it was just humans doing all the shows and stuff like that, they were lifting props, I mean huge items, right? And um they would communicate each other behind the stage by whistling. And so if there was any random whistling or misheard whistling behind, uh, uh, sorry, from the audience or whatever, accidents could happen. And when an accident happened in those situations, the actor and actresses could die from it. Like there would be really severe accidents. And so this take that I, the video that I watched, 
their take was okay so it, it kind of started from that to eventually an outright a version of whistling either indoors or something like that well that's ah. that's that's quite interesting and it it means it's super recent right because ish yeah well, yeah, within the last few centuries. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be like something like uh, the Roman ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the fear of the number, was it 17? No. Yeah. Italian was the number 17. Yeah. So yeah. there's unlucky numbers for the Italians is the number 17. Do you know the, the reason for that? Because the Roman numeral for 17 is X. XV2. Uh, two. Two, those two stripes. Yeah. Yeah. And then. V is so X V I I, and then if it's V, if you spell it V I X I, Vixie, it's like you're dead. Yeah, you, you're saying that I'm I'm dead, so you are attracting dead for yourself. So that's yeah. why it is is an unlucky number. And funny because I worked in an Italian hotel in Portugal in one of my first internships. They didn't have the room seventeen because of that. Did they have the room? What's the irrational fear of thirteen? Did they have thirteen? Because that'd be a lot of numbers to admit, huh? <laughs> they have it, but just because it, it then it spread to Italy, but the the number that they really fear it's number seventeen. Is you, I, really, yeah. But imagine with globalization, so you start taking into consideration all these fears. If you open up hotels in Asia, you would never have the the number four because the four sounds the number four sounds like death. It's the same concept actually, and so again, being Taiwanese and also being someone who doesn't whistle at night and. There was one other superstition that I can't remember, but it was one of those as well. I don't stick my chopsticks into my rice when I can avoid it, even though I know what it comes from, et cetera. I don't do it. So really? here's a dumbass. Here's a dumbass saying that the fear of the number 17, because it's like Vixie, is so dumb. Stupid. <laughs> oh, my, my, the one thing I don't follow is number four thing in Asia. And my mom is actually really into it. So if you're like 44, that's like the worst because four is si. And then 10 is shi, so it's like the same sound, just different, you know, it's like accent, like accent grave, and then accent uh, aigu. It's like uh, up and down, and then it's, so it's si, so, and then shi, and then it, that's 4, 10, 40, and if you do 44, it's shi, 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 and then it's kind of like death, 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 and then you just, you know, it, isn't it, isn't it kind of like people now who hear conspiracy theories and believe in, and they're like, they hear something, and they're like, jump to a conclusion, that's, I feel like that's how these things started. Yeah. Yeah. But, but for example, Friday the 13th is the unlucky number, unlucky number combined with the day of the week. But then for Hispanic people and Greek people, it's actually Tuesday the 13th. Just because Tuesday reminds them, Tuesday in Spanish is Martes, and Martes is uh, in honor of the god of Mars, so the god of war. And on the 13th, on Tuesday the 13th, they lost two battles. Oh, always, yeah. always the fall of Constantinople for in the Fourth Crusade, and then a couple of centuries later, they 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 lost Constantinople again to the Ottomans. So it's on the same day, thirteenth Tuesday. So for them, it's like nah, it's not worthwhile fighting on that on that day. You know, we make fun of these all all that we can, but it's it's twice as worse when there's a hypocrisy of someone making fun of things like this, like, oh, they think a random day and then they believe in um, uh, astronomy. Like, well, sorry, uh, they, they believe in like star signs and stuff like that, you know? Astrology, not astronomy. astronomy. I keep saying astronomy. What is wrong with me? I keep referring to the science. As the people, as people who are into those star signs, I'm not even going to call it astrology versus astronomy, et cetera. 
people who are like, I'm a cancer or Mercury's, um, Mercury, Mercury's in retrograde, et cetera. It's, okay, look, I, I get that you, look, the polarization, et cetera, and radiation from different planets and different alignments, you know, maybe it does do something to us on some level and it influences our mood because it influences our body, right? So like, if you're tired, you're gonna be grumpy, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, if you really, really believe in that and if you think bad luck is also associated with it and then you hear someone say, oh yeah, but the number 13 is, you know, like unlucky and they're like, you're stupid. I just want to throw something at them. You're like, oh my. It's like listening to really, really, really religious people have a fight with someone that believes in one of the most mainstream um, conspiracy theories. And this is the worst thing I could say, but it's just like, when it gets really into it, like someone doesn't believe in evolution and then someone's turning around like, I can't believe you believe that the earth is flat. You dumb. (laughs) But what are you saying? Ugh. One of, anyway. my favorite, one of my favorite memes is a girl asking a guy, so what is your star sign? And he goes, dinosaur. And the girl, <laughs> and the girl goes, but dinosaur doesn't exist. And he goes, yeah, star signs need it. <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> Sound like those pickup lines you read online. But yes. <laughs> anyway, so what else? What are, what are the other... Uh, one of the craziest, <laughs> craziest superstitions that I've, that I've read was that Syrians super superstitious and they believed that yo-yos would influence droughts so they actually in 1933 yo-yos. yeah yo-yo the thing that goes up and down yo-yo in 1933 they be, they would they like they believed that yo-yos influenced drought so they forbid yo-yos in syria it's madness what yeah <laughs> what do they think it did change the gravitational pull of that i don't know but the clouds were like, oh shit, they have yo-yos. Let's go to another place. <laughs> God. Yeah, they banned yo-yos in 1993. 1933, sorry. It... Oh, God. Okay, what else? <laughs> then, then just going back to those common ones that we are immersed in. Depth. So I'm skeptic, but if I see a penny on the floor, dude, I will always grab it. I always <laughs> go and say, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe it's going to give COVID? me good luck. Even during COVID, <laughs> I'll hand sanitize it. <laughs> a couple of COVID and like hundred years down the line, we'll just stop touching things, and then I'll be like a new superstition. It's like when you leave the house, don't touch things. It's bad, like. <laughs> Dude, but one of the things, one of the reasons why you are so superstitious is because of socializing. And and I was brought up brought up in a house that was super religious and superstitious as well. So my mom always made me think about superstitions. Dude, this, this story is crazy. There's one night that I woke up, middle of the night, going, dude, why do I smell so much of sweat? Jesus, I really need to shower. I woke up in the morning and I look at, look at my bedside table and there's half an onion open. It's like, mom. She comes in the room and I said, what the hell is this? And she goes, I smell bad energy, son. I smell bad energy. Onions are good for this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I grew up with this. So that's why, that's why even though I'm skeptic about everything, if I see a penny on the floor, I'll grab it. Did you get high or something? <laughs> Did your mom come in here? That's bad juju, bro. <laughs> Is it smoking the... Oh. Dude, smoke marijuana. I'm going to put onions in your house. <laughs> I would step on salt in my house because, you know, if you spill a little bit of salt... Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you would throw salt back. I would step on salt in my house because my mom would like sometimes be throwing salt all 
like in the house. It's just a crazy, crazy superstition, man. But the onions, when you're sick, that's like a, I don't know if that's a legitimate health action, or like a remedy, but it's pretty common. I, I think it was Mexican friends that I've had. You said your parents do it too. Like when I get sick, my parents used to say, put onions under your feet. <laughs> like, is that a real thing? Or is that just, or, you know, or do doctors look at us and go, you're wasting. <laughs> they will go yeah. and yeah, you're wasting an onion. But yeah, onions are known to absorb. absorb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of going back to the fact that superstitions are what you're referring to, like why they come about because you want to control something. But at the same time, the, the, the reason why they continue to be around is also that survival instinct of being in a group. Forget a second about if they work or not. If you've been doing it because you believe in something, right? And then, I don't know, a couple of guys get into, get into it, right? Because you guys experienced something and then that bias made you go, that was the reason it happened. And maybe more times than less, it, it was like you realize, oh, I don't like to touch this or, 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 or eat that or, or leave that there because I found that when I did it, I, I wasn't as successful in doing something. And then I don't do it. And then something bad happens to me and then it affects like my team, my group, or in this case, what I'm referring to is my tribe. Yeah, maybe the asshole. You are such an asshole, okay? <laughs> we told you to put onions by your bed. You have bad juju. And now you didn't. People came into our village and they just killed everybody and burned the place down. <laughs> you, know you know, back in the day, you can prove it. You're going to be like, oh, actually, guys, um, modern medicine says that. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyways... I think that that's part of tying everything back into uh, survival. Yeah. You want a crazy one or you want a common one and to understand? No, no, let's go for the crazy ones. Some of the okay. Crazy ones. So in Zimbabwe, if you're kidnapped by a mermaid, yes, they believe Give mermaids crazy exist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if, okay. you, if, if you're kidnapped by a mermaid and your family sheds even a tear for you, the mermaid will never return to your family. It's an old superstition, yes, but but it's still believed nowadays. How convoluted is a superstition that it ties itself into a myth? I, I don't know. I, I've heard the argument before. It goes, okay, what's the difference between a superstition and a religion sometimes? Some parts of it, it's, it's the same idea. Don't do this and don't do that because if you do, something bad will happen to you. So it's saying if you steal, if you kill, if you don't, clean your food if you don't wash yourself etc bad things will happen to you most of the time it was true it's like when people compare religions to cults what's the difference between a cult and a religion well in a in a religion the guy's dead and so these <laughs> kind of statements we're not the ones that invented it but the idea here is is just pointing out that these are just rules that people abide by because they wanted to survive they thought that they'd have a better chance but but superstitions come from religions in many in many ways so knock on wood it, it's a kind of a Christian. There's two theories, right? One of, one of the theories is that you would knock on the cross because the cross would be made of wood. So you would knock on the cross to, to, to remove the bad spirits of, of any jinx of whatever has been said. Then the second theory, I think it's the one that you're going to speak about. It's, it's a kind of a pagan belief that uh, you would knock on wood because uh, the trees would have, uh, would have bad spirits in it. It would keep them inside, right? Was that the... No, no. Well, it, kind of. Yes. The idea was that um, spirits were kept in trees and instead of saying bad spirits, it was more, you would get the good luck from the spirit if you touched it. 
Okay. But the that? thing about the origin of superstition is that it's not a science because it's hard to trace these cultural ideas and there are similarities. So what is the what is the origin, right? Sometimes like it changes a little bit and becomes something different. But then it's like, okay, so does that was it still the origin, etc.? It's very yes. hard to determine the, the origin of superstitions. Yeah. So it was the idea was, you know, you touch wood for the good luck of that spirit or whatever that was in the tree. Right. Um, but there are it's other like, things. Yeah. It's like a finger crossing. So yeah. one of the theories when you say cross your fingers so that the wish can come true is that it resembles a cross. We would do it because it's like the cross had such a powerful meaning to us that we would do this in order to, to make it more powerful. Yeah, yeah. Well, th that brings me to kind of asking another question, which is think about something that's very, very different and not necessarily in like different regions or geographies, but rather how it's just changed maybe and may could be modern history. But, um, you know, we used to say, don't jinx it. So don't say it like, oh, don't, don't say what you want. Don't jinx it. And then now all of a sudden, what's the one of the most popular self-help um, movements out there? The laws of attraction. That's what I'm yeah, trying to refer to. The secret. To. Yeah, yeah. So like, Say it, say it, send the energy out and it will come back to you. That is the stark opposite, right? Think about how many people might go, no, 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 don't say, it, don't jinx it. I don't want it to happen. And then the rest of the week, they're actually out there like, I'm sending out positive vibes. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's, there's so many scientists or so-called scientists that have been trying to prove that what you're just saying, that words have a powerful impact like a powerful impact in vibration into people's lives. So there's this Japanese guy called Masuri Moto that he, he cooked rice in a lot of batches of rice and put it in containers. And then in some containers, he put, he, he wrote positive words like love, faith, and shit like that. And then in other containers, he wrote bad words like war, hate, stupid. And then he put some of these containers in a, in a freezer. He put some of these containers just, just in a microwave, you microwave them, and then other containers he left it out in the room. So the ones in the freezer, whenever he analyzed the crystals, he noticed that the ones with positive words, the crystals were perfectly shaped, and one and the ones uh, with the negative words, the crystals were completely destroyed. And then in the other containers that were microwaved and as well were left in the room, the one with the negative words got rotten much faster than the other one with the positive words. It's crazy, I know. But the guy that thousands of tests with this. I, I read another one. I don't know if it was the same guy. He started doing it to plants. So he would cuss at one plant and then be really nice to the other one. Who's the same guy? But how do we know this guy's legit either? Have you read his exactly. research? <laughs> yeah. Is there like a peer review? Like, is there other scientists going, yeah, yeah, thumbs up to Master Remoto? <laughs> I would like to hear the recording of exactly what you said to the plant because maybe you're nice. It's not that nice. <laughs> oh, man. But okay. <laughs> Do you have any other crazy superstitions out there? Yeah. So in Rwanda, they believe that if you eat goat's meat, women would uh, grow hair. So women don't eat goat meat. That's that's a crazy superstition. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it was like a lot of things about like women not being able to eat goats during pregnancies and stuff like that as well. Right. And yeah. no cutting their hair. And yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. There is some, what was the deeds on that one? They can't eat goats while they're pregnant as well. They can't cut their hair between the ages of zero and one. And have you seen the limitations that superstition can cause you? Okay, there's benefits as we spoke in the, in the beginning, but there's so many limitations with this. People get really 
really stuck and it's not stuck the word but they really get nervous with, with superstition it can really ruin your day so if, if you get if you get out of the house you're making with it your you made it sound so serious and then you're like end it off with ruin your day <laughs> <laughs> no but you, you imagine you, you go into a meeting have an important meeting but you step into the meeting with your left foot and you notice it and you're a superstition per, superstitious person your confidence just goes down the fucking drain you just go well i'm, I'm gonna blow this i'm well, gonna blow this well that's one of those things it's um you know maybe someone does it on purpose to you because they don't believe in it so they just you know messing with you and yeah it could really get to you like uh in I don't know if it's in every culture, but in at least in Asian culture, you're not, you don't gift clocks because yes. the clock is like, you know, Oh, I'm timing you until the end of your days kind of thing, you know? And, and then knives. it's like, and knives as well. Right. Oh uh, yeah. 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 So it's like, if someone gives you that or they give you like flower, oh, this is common in any culture. Every culture has taboo flowers, right? The funeral flowers. So in like Taiwan and <laughs> so in Asia, you don't give, well, I think it's also in Japan, you don't give white flowers. And then in Russia, you don't give, you can't give a bouquet with even number or is it just the number 12? Or it's even number. You can't be even. Yeah. 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 And that's like just to get that right. And then there are like certain types of flowers you can't give. So even if it's like not white, it's orange, but then it's that flower. I can't remember the type. Skill set to be a florist. Do yeah. you understand about superstitions? Tick, you hired. What does he look like? Is he Chinese looking? Okay. Well, you should probably avoid these. Yeah. Is he uh Darker Chinese and lighter Chinese. <laughs> I was in a pool with my cousin and he was just sitting on the edge of the pool and I jumped over his legs. Dude, my cousin started crying, begging me <laughs> to jump the other way around because if I wouldn't, he wouldn't grow. So th this is how powerful superstitions can be with us, man. And I was like, yeah, yeah no, dude, I'm not going to jump now. But then eventually <laughs> I jumped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But that was a fun, easy chat different superstitions i don't think we focus on that much science but it's just more about what they're where they could have come from so if you guys uh have any suggestions on which part of this to dive into deeper we'd love to look into it because it was pretty fun just reading and watching these videos and then there are some crazy people people who go way out of the way to do it right and you have those people who develop a obsessive compulsive disorders around it and they're like oh i yeah. never touch anything uh, more than this amount of times or I know I don't have the color red I don't have the color what yeah like Japanese people you can't you never write your name in red so they don't use red pen it's funny because the degrees my mom doesn't let me use red pens she's like oh you're gonna get a stomach ache it's a legit thing dude yeah yeah still in Asia like they give you a red pen mom was like don't use it <laughs> <laughs> like right now if I was in my mom in a post office and they give her a red pen my mom be like <laughs> that's why teachers when correcting tests are so grumpy dude. Yeah. <laughs> but then in japan they um what i read was that they they believe it came from prisoners going to prison they would always write their oh not prisoners going to prison excuse me you would always write your name in red uh before you get executed Oof. so that's like an omen to kind of like yeah. determine your death yeah but yeah try to guess what is the color of the cat that is less adopted white no black cats, obviously. Oh, I thought it was Sh gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a curveball, you asshole. <laughs> Dude, it's such yeah, a shame. Black cat, yeah, yeah. When I read this, I was so sad for the cats. No one, almost no one, wants to adopt black cats because they obviously believe black cats are the origin of of bad luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're, and they're you Egyptian because they used to. You want to you you want to end off on a somber note? Okay, yeah. I wonder if every single time they come out with a really really 
really successful um, horror movie with like some kind of girl. You know, especially those, you know, the scariest ones that grudge always with like a little girl as an actress. I wonder if the really successful ones, it's terrible. They put off adoption for that type of look for a while because of how, yeah, you know, people are super stupid when they kind of align things. So then they go, oh, there has been all these scary films, Annabelle, about, I don't know, people that look like this. I'm going to avoid it for a while. It scares people. Have you ever thought about that? Because there's something about like ginger people. Like, why do they get so much hate, right? And is it from like age old racism towards, um, towards redheads, you know, because I don't know, maybe in America, Irish people had a really hard time with the local British Americans and et cetera, or whether, I don't know, that has some basis in religion and stuff like that. That'd be something interesting to look up. But yeah, yeah anyways, I, I, I kind of try to sneak in that really messed up association between the two. But yeah, it's kind of the same idea of people who they see one thing, they don't like it, they don't try to explain it, and they just kind of develop these crazy It's easy habits. to believe in it, dude. Corona, corona the beer Corona, their cells dropped because of the virus. Oh, so, <laughs> so, it's like, I'm not drinking Corona. I'm going to stay away of that virus. <laughs> they just they're like, why didn't they just stick to COVID? What? Damn it. What has to be Corona? Like, we only call it coronavirus for, for a while, for a couple of months, right? And we, we switched over to COVID-19 really quickly. Like, corona must be there. Like, come on. Damn it. Yes. Uh, anything, anything else to add? Any other crazy stories? So oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. That was, a, that was a fun chat. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And next week, we will think of something maybe, Tiago, maybe something a little bit more scientific. And more serious, yeah. Yeah, something a bit more historical, scientific, and serious. All right. But thanks for listening this week to What's the Why podcast. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.